Good morning. Come on into my world, Steffi's world. I am Steffi girl. It is 9.48 a.m. on a Saturday morning. I hope all is well wherever you are in the world. It is a sunny one down here in the panhandle of Florida. And I hope the weather is cooperating wherever you are in the world. Today's broadcast is going to be a mixture of um, a little bit of news and I'm going to go ahead and give the notes and my takeaways from the PC commission meeting that was held on Tuesday morning here. So let me go ahead and um, get into it. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, today, the Panama City Beach Mardi Gras Festival continues. I believe the parade will probably be this afternoon so i would check the city's facebook page or website i'm quite sure it's on the news uh website as well for the particulars but that is happening um today and there's family fun day at woods field that's going to be going down today here in town from 12 until 3 food trucks games there'll be a dj and like i said i can see the sun peeking through my window it looks like the weather is going to cooperate and it's a beautiful day for it so that's some weekend events Let's get into a little bit of um, newsworthy things. An MMA fighter uh, accused of manslaughter here. He uh, has a case that's uh, pending. He killed a United States Air Force uh, service members out there at a bar on PCB some time ago. And he has now been charged in an assault in Nashville. So I guess he was probably out on bond and now he's something else. So hopefully he'll get sent up. One punch killed that young man. On yesterday in 1892, the first black American woman pilot, Bessie Smith, was born on yesterday. And no, she wasn't a DEI hire, since that seems to be the new thing. Anything, Anytime something goes wrong with planes, now it must be uh, DEI. Tiana Taylor is going to be set to play Dionne Warwick, which that's been being rumored for a while. So it was officially put out on yesterday. And the Orange Ogre was found more liable for more damages in the E. Jean Carroll case. And this one is to the tune of $83.8 million. And it was Carroll's second defamation case. So keep her name in your mouth. Keep talking about her. And the total is going to go up, up, and up. On yesterday afternoon, Microsoft Teams was an experience and an outage. And I was like, hey... To all of y'all who has to use that annoying app and who was probably at work yesterday, I was celebrating for you. Um, it blocked apps access and limited features. I hated that. At my last space, that was their go-to. And the micromanagers and supervisors used to stay on, well, just hit Teams. Well, just share your screen. Well, can we just go to Teams? Can you just pick up the phone and call me? Can you do that? Can you just simply send me an email? We don't have to go through all of this. So, yeah, it experienced an outage on a Friday afternoon. On yesterday, Angela Davis celebrated her 80th uh, birthday. And the feds warned two Metro Detroit funeral homes for not complying with pricing guidelines. I'm going to tell you, it's nothing like sitting at that table 
going line by line itemizing for the funeral costs of your loved ones and you are grieving you're out of it and yet and still you got to try to do business and be at the mercy of someone else it's not a good look but uh the feds have warned too and they will probably need to warn others so let me go ahead and get into it this may have to be a two-part depending on how long it goes but um on tuesday it was the pc commission meeting it was tuesday morning at eight o'clock and it was uh city business they're getting it a little more under control this one went four hours at noon they were out of there which was a good thing which 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 was a good thing for them and um it started off with the mayor requesting a shortened monthly report regarding sewage spills we've had quite a few around here and you see it like a boil water a boil water uh notice alert but he wants it shortened down because he was saying that the reports are very very complicated so he put that as on on the agenda as something that he wanted to discuss the board of trustees there was a two year term open and they were uh they went ahead and decided to appoint someone to that board um the PC Mardi Gras festival will be here locally today is pcb but uh next weekend february uh 2nd through the 4th will be in the saint andrews um area they have a two-day celebration along with the parade which will probably be next saturday and this time you're going to be able to rent a parking spaces for the weekend and so it starts they just contracted with a company who i told you that uh i believe their goal is going to be paid parking and here we are now you can rent parking spaces for the entire weekend they discussed the family fun day that's happening today at woods field and on february 7th 5 30 to 6 30 p.m eat well and be well will be at the glenwood community center so they do um community announcements which is a lot of time events and again the mayor spoke about this sewage report that he would like to see a shortened more condensed down version and he was speaking to as a physician you know people need to be in the know about this and he said that the state report is very complicated <coughs> excuse me commissioner halligan said that it was a great idea but the city manager the newly appointed or yeah the new city manager no, we have something and there's no need for an additional report. Well, the mayor just told you that what is out there is complicated. And he was saying how people have options. They can go for long, but they're going to try to do something to shorten it and put the report right on the city's website. So then we get to audience participation. The way it's set up is the first audience participation is for you to address anything that's on the agenda. So there's a copy of the agenda when you walk in or it's available online. And during this time, you have three minutes to address anything that's on the agenda. The first resident talked about the $19.6 million dollar price tag attached to the wreck and he was talking about them having to divert 8.8 .8 or 8.9 million he talked about the city having a de a deficit and pulling funding from other parks that to get the wreck done and this has been going on for five years another park that is community and in um 
well, it may be Ward 1, that they've been looking at that they would like to get back on track is Joe Moody. And he wanted to know where was this money coming from? If it was 8.8 or 8.9 mil and they're saying the total cost of the project was 19.6, he wanted to know where the money was coming from because they're going to be coming up short. And he was saying in order to get the wreck done, why kill other projects? You're killing other projects to make the wreck a priority. A uh, owner of the Gold Nugget, which is an adult entertainment facility, uh, talked about his door counts. And he said that the only spike that they see is in the month of March. And they work with the police as far as additional security cameras as well as extra security. And they've had no major issues. He was addressing the uh, ordinance, uh, no alcohol after 2 a.m., which they're proposing for the month of March to compact spring break. They're trying to act like it's something different. It's not. So he spoke. A resident, a uh, Beach Drive resident, spoke about the multi-use path. And why would this be the first order of business for the city manager? And she doesn't care where the funding is coming from. She's against the path. They're talking about a second path. So Beach Drive already has the residents up in arms. And now they're talking about another path that's going to come down Frankfurt and link up with the path on Beach Drive. And she was speaking against it. She said it seems like that they're serving um, special interests. It is an $8 million price tag on the uh, path for Beach Drive. Then it was discussion about a sewage alert. A resident talked about the uh, mics, the volume on the mic. He wanted to be heard. He talked about sewage. Another resident talked about why does Ward 2, which is my word, only have one big project, which is the wreck. Everything is direct, direct, direct. Other wards have multiple projects but over here the focus is the wreck and it seems to be the wreck only a resident um talked about where were the address of some houses and um different projects he wanted to know where is all the money he talked about frankfurt uh avenue an abandoned railroad an abandoned railroad track and rails to trails. He talked about how dangerous it is with the sidewalks being right next to the road. And I'm going to tell you right now, as a pedestrian, he has a point. He has a point. That is my greatest fear of getting hit by a car because the sidewalks are too close to the road. And the city uh, layout did something else that was very stupid. He talked about the bike lane. The bike lane is right next to the lane with the cars. Cars drive in that lane all the time. So here is not safe for pedestrians and not safe for cyclists. And he brought that to their attention. And he talked about they have an existing pathway and they're willing to rip it up on Frankfurt. Another resident talked about that the priority should be flooding and sewage, but they're obsessed. The commission is obsessed with sidewalks. And he talked about just more services for a businessman, uh, William Harrison, and he's called the su- the sewage spills that he gets the doo-doo alerts and the emails. And they should push this out like boil water or no, uh, alerts, and they should talk about at every commission meeting at the top of the meeting 
where were the spills and what was done about it. He also talked about the commissioner that was MIA. There was a commissioner that was mysteriously missing. And I thought that was funny. Yes, they have emergencies. Yes, they have health issues. Yes, they have stuff that they need to take care of. But I thought that this one was particular um, noticeable that he was out on the day that there was a recall effort for him and another one that's on the commission, but he was out. But the resident said that he is in Mexico doing businesses and probably trying to shift some assets because um, there was a new financial disclosure law that hit at the new year. And I think they have until June that if they don't disclose a dollar amount of their assets, then they have to vacate their position he also talked about um i don't know if a senator or representative jay trumbull um company who caused the last sewer spill so somebody who they're doing business with who is also either a senator or representative caused the last sewer spill which his company probably don't know what they're doing and that's what he said a resident talked about the new pathway, the one on Frankfurt being an absolute waste of money. And she also uh, requested line item accounting and that all spending should cease because she's saying that the city is being very wasteful with money and projects that we don't need. A resident uh, from Glenwood talked about, is there anything that's going to be done for us that we're left out? She talked about uh, needing more lighting over here. So then audience participation was closed. And some of the answer was about the sewage overflows. Um, AHAC, which is a local housing plan. The selection process, rails to trails, multiple opportunities. And the mayor basically said that he's not worried about PCB. They want to talk about, you hear this word a lot. excuse me, connectivity. And he was like, he wasn't worried about PCB in the county right now. His focus is about PC. Then it went on to unfinished business, which was the um, second and final public reading. A resident talked about the sewer by uh, Martin Luther King and the alleyway. That motion passed four to zero. Projects in the Glenwood community, infrastructure, um, something, Project S is going to be over by Bay Medical Center, and it's going to focus on the sewer and water. Project X, infrastructure, roads, and that's on a tight deadline. Again, sidewalk. Project Restore is going to focus on the lift station. Project Storm, 60-plus lift stations are supposed to be fixed. Then they went ahead and did the uh, quasi-judicial part of the uh, meeting where if you're intending to speak, you have to be uh, sworn in. Lawyer uh, spoke for the Sears property, the abandoned Sears property at the mall. And he said that when this started, a PUD uh, was created. I had the definition of that as something with development. And this was pre-Hurricane Michael. He didn't give a timeline, but I know the timeline because the mall was destroyed by Hurricane Michael, but Sears was already out of business pre-Hurricane Michael. Businesses had started to leave and Sears was probably one of the biggest ones. But right to this day on that corner, 
Sears is still standing along with the auto center. And it was found out at the last commission meeting that it cannot be touched because it's four different owners to the mall property. So now we have the lawyer that's speaking on behalf of them. He said that the site plan that was given made it impossible to do anything. I'm not understanding this because it was a ton of plans that was submitted to the city. The last administration was pretty much like they wanted it mixed use. They wanted it for retail and residential, and that didn't happen. Well, it didn't happen because a shopping center right across the street, which houses Five Below, Ulta, and I believe Hobby Lobby may be over there, that came up. So if you're trying to bring the mall back, why would you build? I believe it's uh, Hawkins or Hawk Landing. Burlington's is in there as well, and Skechers. Why would you have a new shopping center that came up, was built, and doing business, and the mall is sitting? So I never understood that. So now they want to change the zoning back to general commercial because they just can't find anything to do. No, the four owners need to come together and it needs to be a decision a decision made on what to do with that structure and the city needs to get involved give them i'm even willing to go with 30 to 60 days no longer than 90 days and then the city needs to get involved and something needs to happen the city is saying that they can't afford to demo it and the only things that are still in the mall is jc penny's dillard's and i think it's called vip cinemas Two of those are anchor stores. And then the movie, I'm sorry. If they have to move that man or buy him out, that's what they need to do. But that monstrosity is sitting at the corner of 231. They like to say Martin Luther King. I like to go ahead and say that 77 once you cross. It's sitting on the corner and it has sat there like that for five years. It's an eyesore. And when buildings sit with no activity and nothing and no maintenance, it's just going to deteriorate and crumble. It's ridiculous. They went ahead and um, talked about the reading to the late night hours and alcoholic beverages not being sold after 2 a.m. This is the ordinance that they were talking about. And they were talked about sold, served, or consumed on premises. At first, the ordinance said March and April, and they was like, no, April had nothing to do with this. I think under the old administration, they did go the first two weeks in April. And let me give you a little history of why this happened. Years ago, um, the spring breakers started coming over after the bars was shut down and 2 a.m. on Panama City Beach. Panama City Beach implemented an ordinance some time ago, which is during the month of March, and if they want to extend it, no alcohol on the sandy beach. So, okay, they stopped the marketing to them. They stopped bringing concerts down here, and they stopped all the activities that was down on the beach because they had gotten out of control. Once that stopped and they stopped really marketing spring break, they stopped coming in droves. Some still come, but it wasn't like it was. But the ones that come, they want to party. The bars close at 2. 
Over here, the bars are open to four. So they would come over at the bridge, come over across the bridge. A couple of nightclubs, they were coming by the busloads, let the city tell it. And they had a few problems. Well, within, I would say, the last two years, there was an incident at a club to where they, uh, the crowd spilled out into the street. It was some rumored event that was supposed to have been there. They was over capacity. They shut them down and the young people decided not to leave. They twerked in the street. They jacked up traffic. It was a big mess. And the mayor and some of the city officials got very mad and said never again. So they went ahead and slapped this ordinance into place that during the month of March, they want the bars. Well, the bars can stay open to four. You just can't serve alcohol after two. Well, this is not going over too well because the bar owners are mad. They don't like it. They don't want it. It's cutting into their money. And one of the commissioners, Commissioner Halligan, sat down and met with them. The club where it happened at, their owner has been there for four years. He said that what they've done to combat any problems, they haven't scheduled any events or com or concerts in the month of, month of March. An employee spoke and said that not only will the bar be affected or the club, uh, hotels, Airbnbs, Waffle House, uh, Ubers, it's just going to have a domino effect. An employee who uh, DJs manage and has a lot to do with the nightlife and at other clubs work at this particular club and said that they're taking 12 hours a week from here. His monthly loss is going to make his life miserable and for one month. And that this is a PCB problem. He said that maybe they should think about closing the bridge at 2 a.m., which I know that they're not going to do that. And he said, don't take money from us. Commissioner Halligas um, said that the club owners have also said that in unison, they're willing to set their hours on Google to show we all close at 2 a.m. Because they're really trying to deter them from coming over the bridge. I don't see it being like it was. And I think that this was a knee-jerk reaction. And since this was under the old administration, this shouldn't be looked at. But they're trying to come to a compromise. Um, a resident talked about this being very contradictory to what was just passed. They just passed a sip and stroll um, section in downtown and it was about the outward drinking and whatnot and they went back and forth but now you want to give these business owners hell during spring break and she said that it was an insult to the uh, city and they should just adopt what PCB has and a um, resident got off track he went back to that they need to interview the city, the previous city manager about his input. He has official notes about the state and the DOT, and that is million dollars about what's happening at 231 and 77. I think he's talking about regarding the mall. The uh, manager, another manager of the of a club, talked about the misconception, the misconception that um, was put out about what happened at the club, the incident I just talked about. And he said that he gave the uh, video to the police. It was a so-called riot. And they did sensationalize the um, headlines. The mayor had questions because he's pretty much like, what are we, what, what are we even, 
what is all of this about? Because like I said, this mayor was just elected in April. This started with the previous administration. And Commissioner Halligas told him that the month of April, uh, when they put April in there, that was a mistake. They took April completely off the table. And this is just the first reading. They were not voting. They're going to vote at the next uh, commission meeting. And the mayor talked about maybe doing an uh, annual sunset. Every year they look at it. And Commissioner Granger was talking about uh, getting over freedom and liberty. And he doesn't want to stop alcohol. It will, this, this won't stop alcohol consumption and uh, purchase. Commissioner Lucas uh, wants to see if they can come to an alternative. Commissioner Halligas said, just go ahead and allow the first reading. And if they don't want to do, oh, they can also amend this if they don't want to do two weeks that they can. Or they can motion to have the reading. So that's where they were. And at this point, they took a 15-minute break. And I think I'm going to start stop there. And I'll come back with a part two of what happened. But that was some of what happened at the commission meeting. And again, I would implore you to go to your local meetings. They say it starts local. That ain't... Whoever said that did not lie. It does. You would be surprised in there. Every sidewalk, every vacant lot, a lot of things that happen locally is decided and things come up and come out at the commission um, meeting. And if you feel so compelled, speak. Speak. You know, we have municipalities around here that's trying to stop people from being able to speak. They want to restrict who can get up there and what you can say. And I'm sorry, as a politician, everybody is not going to love or like you. And you're not going to like what everything ha- what everybody has to say. But it is, it is a person's right to speak to their city officials. And I'm sorry, three minutes isn't long enough. But I see to where if they extended the time longer... They would never get out there. It's a never-ending meeting, but it's also the setup of everything. So that's it. That's all. I'm going to let you enjoy your Saturday. I probably will come back with a part two as well as I will put up a podcast today about um, recap spoilers with Raising Canaan. So like I said, I'm trying to push out as many as I can before everything goes left and I have to go radio silent for a little while just until I get some things on track. But um, if you do want to connect with me, you can follow me at Cosby, C-O-S-B-E-E. I'm Miss Cosby on Insta as well as Spill. If you find yourself stopped by the police, try to make it home safely and out of that stop alive. Mask up over your mouth and over your nose. Try your absolute best to love one another. Say what needs to be said. Do what needs to be done. Try to fix what you can while you're here. More in 2024. Want more, do more, be more. Till the next time. Peace.